Welcome in, potty people, to the Potty Podcast Football Podcast. Uh, I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy, and we're coming off of a, a great week of football. There were some really good games. Uh, also, the Texans, bless their heart, showed good up. Uh, yeah, they they decided to have a game just out of just just because it was scheduled. Um, yeah, but there were some man. There was some stuff that was kind of all over. Uh, I had a great week, Andy. I had a great week. I went ten for fifteen for um, this week for 67% for all of our winter spreads. I only I went three for five. It's never for good when you solid. put that much work in to figure this out because you only do that when you've won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you did not do well. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll get into that at the end of it. But let's start off with <sighs> the first game, Vikings at Saints. This was in England. So great, even though the Saints were the home team, I mean, it was in England. So if you looked at the jerseys from just about everywhere, there was Vikings fans, there were Saints fans. Um, but the Saints were getting three points. The over-under is 43. We both took the Vikings in over, and it's actually a push because the Vikings end up winning um, by 28 to 25. So the Vikings, they needed the – or the Saints, they needed the three points. So neither of us got on that, um, and it was most definitely over – because it was 53 total instead of the 43. This was. Did you watch this game? It was on at like 8.30 in the morning. Uh, I did watch a, a decent amount of it, actually, yes. It was a good um, game, actually. Andy Dalton looked a lot... I, he looked better than Taysom Hill. Yeah, I, I told you, when, when once you went out, they got better by subtraction. They had addition by subtraction, as they would say. Yeah, uh, second but team yeah, did that, that this week. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, but uh, I, don't, I still don't think I'd watch a lot of Saints games just because yeah. uh, they're, they're brutal. I don't know. I mean, Mike Thomas comes back. Jarvis Landry comes back. Kamara comes back. They've got weapons. The thing is, Jameis is just so he can launch it a mile, but you don't know who he's, which team he's going to throw it to. Um, with, with Olave yeah. being as great as Olave clearly is going to be, Michael Thomas, who looks like he's pretty good coming back, and then Jarvis Landry being solid, that's a lot of weapons. And then Trentman's not a bad tight end. Um, well, Callaway's a really good weapon that they've had for a while, and he's he yeah. he's exactly what he was. <laughs> he's he's a three catch fifty yard guy. That that's if you can get that from him every game, you're doing great. Yeah, well, especially when they're spreading it out as much. They had eight different receivers on this one. Jarvis Landry did play, but he was a little bit nicked up. Um, Chris Olave four I mean, for yeah. sixty seven and a touchdown. Callaway, like you said, three for fifty three. Those were yeah. the big ones. They just kind of spread it out everywhere. Uh, Latavius Murray. Went 11 for 57 and a touchdown, but I think he just got picked up. I think he got dropped because Kamara's expected to be to come back and just got picked up by the Broncos. Wait, who's that? Latavius Murray. I think that just happened today. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it seemed clear that Murray was there for a revenge game versus the Vikings. Yeah. Because um, you remember that's where he... Yeah. Played most of his career. Yeah. yeah. Andy Dalton, pretty good game. 20 for 28 for 236 and a touchdown. Now, granted, that Vikings defense is not that good. So, I think he played well, considering the Saints have a pretty good defense. Um, but They do. And Marcus Peters is a beast. Yeah, yeah, he sure is. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Kirk Cousins, 25 for 38, 273, a touchdown and interception. Very, I don't know. It was an okay game. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalvin Cook, 20 for 76 with that shoulder injury. Uh, looked like he was pretty, I don't know, I mean, average just shy of four yards of carry, so it's not great. Justin Jefferson with a huge game, 10 for 147, and then he had uh, one carry for three yards and a touchdown. 
Yeah, he's he's just an animal. They made a concentrated effort to get him the ball more this week, yeah. and and it worked, and it, and it worked out. Um, yeah, I was I was pretty impressed with with how well he played, and um, I think you were worried that Jefferson was kind of dropping off this year, and I know there's people worried that maybe people are game playing on him, you know, now that they had a year of tape or whatever on him, all that kind of stuff, but. Uh, but no, he's, uh, he's back. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's back and he did it against a really, and I, I'm sorry, I said Marcus Peters earlier. I meant Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, that's what I was but, saying. But, uh, here. he did, he, he did it against a really good corner. Yeah. Uh, so. Who shuts down like uh, Mike Evans, like shuts down some of the best in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Justin Jefferson is, is the best in my opinion. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like last week he had to go up against Akuda. The week before Darius Slay, a uh, week before that was Jair Alexander. Like he's. Justin he's had a murderer's row. Yeah, he's had a really <laughs> tough one. I mean, next he has the Bears, so he's going to go – I think he's going to go out of his mind. It's a divisional game. Then the Dolphins. Xavier Howard's going to be a tough one. Then the Cardinals. Every, By- Byron Murphy's actually had a good year, but I think they can kind of move him around and have a good time. So I think Jefferson's going to end up uh, doing well through the rest of the season. Well, it's funny you say that. We might have a prop bet already a forming for us because uh, – uh, I would I would argue that it's funny the uh, the Bears are listed as like the number three pass defense in the NFL, not because they're good pass defense, but because they are like the worst against the run historically. Yeah. <laughs> outside of outside of the Texans. So yeah. I I have a feeling the the Vikes go up quick and Dalvin Cook just in Madison just tag team and just and just run it up the middle for the whole game. But we'll see. You may be right. I, the only thing about that is I think they might try to with this being probably an easy win they might try to salvage Dalvin Cook just because he's kind of an, his shoulder popped out of you know out of the socket last well, week. Well, and you know there, I think Madison is his contract up or they just gave you no know, his contract's up this year, um, so he's got a contract year and there's a lot of people that think um, they might try to uh, to showcase him so they can like trade him or yeah. decide if they need to hell who knows trade Dalvin cook now he's getting older and get madison extension who knows yeah. but uh, there's a lot of people think he could be a true bell cow I don't. running back i don't yeah there you no go. <laughs> he's he's i mean a lot of times when he's been able to show up he hasn't like he's been kind of hit or miss i actually like i actually like they use him for special teams now but kenny iguanu i think could actually end up being pretty interesting he is grease lightning i i just feel like he needs to get a little bit more touches but uh let us move on to Browns at the Falcons. The uh, Falcons are getting one point. The over-under is 47.5. I took the Falcons and over on this one. Uh, you took the Browns and under. You made it a solid pick. I don't like the the Browns' defense is not as good as it's been. Miles Garrett was injured, um, and I think was well, was out. And then Jadavion Clowney has been too. Yeah, he's so – I actually like a lot of things the Falcons are doing. They're putting things together. They end up winning 23-20, to 20, um, so they didn't need that point, and the total score was 43. So you were right it was under, but I got that spread because I took the Falcons on this one. The Browns, man, they've, I mean, it's Nick Chubb and that defense. Uh, Brissett has played better than I thought. You were higher on him than I was going into this season, but he's... I mean, he's he's a really good backup quarterback. He went 21 for 35, 234, and an interception. Now, granted, the interception was at the end of the game, and they were just kind of launching it up to try and get back, so I wouldn't really put, a, put that on him. But for the most part, he's been he's done the job of not turning over the ball, which for this team That's it. is what's important. Mm-hmm. With Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you can kind of just have those guys run things down uh, run things down the, the field, Middle. and then uh, the defense is supposed to be helping out, but they're just not – they're not living up to. Well, what they're they they're be. missing both of their pass rushers. I mean, it's hard for the secondary to be good when both pass yeah, rushers are out. Yeah, but they've been bad against the run almost all season. I mean, granted, it's only four games in, but 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, that that is true. They're going to need some kind of interior uh, play. It's weird. I mean, they they're known for having pretty decent linebackers, but uh, JOK. I think JOK is the one you never liked, right? No, he's the one you never liked. Okay, he's just okay. <laughs> uh, I, he actually played really well at the end of last season. I'll be honest; I haven't watched him a ton this season. It sounds like it's not working, but yeah. we'll have to dig in a little more deeper into why. I but, think he's uh, better as a yeah. safety than a linebacker, honestly, or some kind of hybrid. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, though. If if Garrett had played, I'm pretty sure they win this game. Because even though it's only a three-point game, it, it, pass rush was a big part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, Miles Garrett is the best in the in the game. And, and for the reason he got injured, man, I feel bad for that dude. That is, uh, what did he get? He why did, did he get injured? Oh, for he the car, car wreck. Yeah, that's right, for the last car wreck. Yeah. Well, and he, and he swerved to, to not hit an animal. Mm-hmm. And it was a slightly wet road. So, he, yeah, he injured his, his bicep, I think, uh, something in his back. Uh, okay. I can't remember. There were, like, three different injuries. Yeah. And, and none of them were major. Yeah. So he'll be back in another week or so. But, yeah, it's like, man, you know, do the right thing and not hit an animal and then your career yeah. <laughs> takes a huge hit. I love this uh, one because anytime the Browns lose, it's a higher draft pick for the Texans. So I'm I actively rooting against them for that and for their trash quarterback. Um, yeah. That's Donovan People-Jones stepped up this week, uh, 5 for 71. He's someone I've been high on since Michigan. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, when Deshaun Watson gets there, I think he's going to really – you're going to really see him, them open him up a little bit more. Amari Cooper only one for nine in this one. They just kind of ran it. Uh, Nick Chubb, <laughs> you say 19. He, do what now? When you say he stepped up, you mean he barely caught over half his passes finally? <laughs> Who, Donovan Peoples-Jones? <laughs> yeah, 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 he caught five of his nine targets. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, some of them were kind of over his head. Like, some of them were great. He does have a, an issue with drops. Uh, I thought David Bell would be used more in this. But, again, they're playing a different – this is not the offense they're going to play when Deshaun Watson shows up. This is a much – um, smaller playbook, and they're just going to run it more. Nick Chubb, 19 well, for 118 and a touchdown. I mean, that kind of shows you. But Amari Cooper is the story here. Uh, one catch, nine yards. Yeah. Like, that. That. how do you expect to win a game if you can't get your Pro Bowl wide receiver involved? Yeah. That's that's awful. That's Whatever whatever your team is, it doesn't matter. It's awful if you can't get your Pro Bowl wide receiver more than a catch. Yeah. they got they got to find a way to fix that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got to make it – what eight more games until they until Deshaun Watson shows up in Houston? I and think we'll that's see. right. He hasn't played in two yeah. games or two years, so we'll see. Um, on the yeah. other side of the ball, Marcus Mariota not a great day. Seven for nineteen for one thirty nine in interception. Um, Cordell Patterson getting injured for the year is the big story here. Um, after he had nine carries. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, after that, Tyler Algier, Caleb Huntley seemed to be, seemed to be carrying. Uh, sharing uh, the carries, uh, Caleb Huntley, 10 for 56 and a touchdown, could be the leader. Tyler Algier, who you and I liked at a BYU, 10 He's for 84. He's going to be the dude. Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. Um, this, so, yeah, keep an eye on that. Um, Kyle Pitts, 1 for 25. I, they got to, at what point do you bring in Ritter? Is it because you don't think he's ready? Or mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they made the, the move over in Pittsburgh, and, and mm-hmm. despite having pretty horrible game <laughs> uh they've decided they're going to go ahead and stick with him too so uh yeah i think if you have a quarterback if mariota went seven to 19 and the thing is you're winning games yeah. and and but you can't say we're winning well we don't want to mess with this formula because it's working no mariota is not working the team is winning despite mariota not because of mariota so yeah they need to they need to make a change there and i, I can't imagine 
outside of Ritter maybe just not understanding the playbook yet, I can't understand why they wouldn't be giving him a shot at this point. Yeah. I mean, it could be because of the defenses. So the first couple games, Saints, mm-hmm. Rams, and then they had Seahawks, which they figured they were going to win. Then they had to play the Browns, the Bucks, they played the 49ers, the Bengals, the Panthers, the Chargers. So they play a bunch of good defenses. After that, they get the Panthers again, the Bears. So they could Those just be winning. Two more good defenses. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of good defenses just lined up. I mean, they really don't get a bad defense until – I mean, the Bears have a good defense. The Commanders would probably be the worst that they see – Actually, all season. Oh, the Cardinals. They have the Cardinals January 1st. So on New Year's, that may be when they start them. But uh, you know what? They're not in contention for anything right now, even though this is a very weak division. And mm-hmm. um, I don't think you're – I mean, the Bucks are probably going to win it. But, boy, you could do some damage in here before they get a, get a hold of that. All right. Um, let us move on. Bills at the Ravens. The Ravens getting three points, the over-under being 51. We both – took the bills on this one i took the over you took the under um we got a push because it was three points that's crazy this is the second push we got this week and the second one we've gotten i think all year for the spread um yeah it is i almost went ravens and it's hilarious because it wouldn't matter yeah i was yeah. Re- i was really really torn on this one yeah, and too. almost went ravens yeah and, yeah neither of us picked it as uh, one of our confidence <laughs> picks um yeah 23-20, so the total score was 43, so you got the under on that one, um, and then we got the push, and then we had the prop bet of Lamar Jackson, over under 90 rushing yards, you took the over, he got 73, Oof. and so, so I won that one, um, but then in the air, 20 for 29, 144, which is very not like him, one not touchdown, great. two picks, two picks, yeah, um, yeah, this one was, I think one of them was a tip, so it might not be on him. But, yeah, this the Bills' defense is tough. These are two good teams. The Ravens' defense, I tell you what, they are not what you think of the Ravens' defense. They are winning, winning with their offense right now, and it's focus, uh, forcing people to try and catch up. And that's the thing is the Ravens, once they get up on you, that's their game plan. Then they can kind of just uh, use running, and Lamar Jackson, now J.K. Dobbins is back, had a – Okay, game. 13 for 41 and one touchdown. Against the Bills, front seven, that's not that's not a bad game. And a 20-yard catch for a touchdown. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, four for 22 and a touchdown through the air. So he's he's back and clearly a weapon. But the Ravens can't overcome uh, deficit. Like, if they are if they start off against another, te- another good team and they're having to do a shootout, they just can't hang. And that's kind of well, evident Mark, with the Bills. You know, they're doing this – uh, they they have some defensive schemes that are just not working, and Marcus Peters was on the sideline screaming at Jim Harbaugh, uh, just furious at his play calling. And uh, so they say more is going to unfold on uh, leaking a little bit of what happened there on the sideline. But uh, it's clear that the Ravens fans are not loving some of the coaching. Yeah, well, I mean, the, so. the defense coordinator is Mike McDonald, so I don't know how much that's on John Harbaugh. I don't really know that he calls into the plays on either side because Greg Roman's the offensive coordinator. Well, I mean, he's screaming at him for something, man. Yeah. And uh, I and I don't know if it's that he's, you know, wanting to be able to play more one on one versus Stephon Diggs versus zone, which is what I think it might have been. I don't know. It seemed like, it seemed like he was competitive. He wanted to be able to be able to make a play more. And they were allowing other people to make plays that he was like, you know, I should have been on him, if that makes yeah. any sense. Uh, but we'll see well, as soon as more leaks. But, yeah, he was he was none too happy. Marlon Humphrey did get a pick, though. So yeah. secondary, secondary solid. But then if you can keep the Bills at 23, you're doing pretty well. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and on the other side, it's not like Josh Allen had a great game. 19 for 36, 213, yeah. one touchdown, one interception. However, he's Josh Allen, so he's going to run for 11 and 70 and a touchdown. Um, yeah. Devin Singletary seems to be taking over the lion's share of the running backs. They, they still put in Zach Moss for God knows what reason, but 11 for 49. Um, that's the thing. He He's averaging good yards per carry, and 11's a good, decent amount of carries for a game, but maybe push it up a little bit. He also got four for 47 in receptions. Um, I think a couple of them were screens. Uh, he's, I mean, he's the guy. They just really hate to run it for some reason. I mean, I, I don't understand. Josh Allen is a big boy, but eventually those hits take a toll, and he's just going to fall off a cliff. I mean, you saw the same thing with Cam Newton, or uh, if you were willing to go really far back, Dante Culpepper, where those big guys, everyone thinks, oh, they can just run and bruise. That takes a hit on your body, and then you got to get up and throw. I mean, that's tough. So they got to figure out something for that run game. They can't keep running him all the time. It's gonna, that's gonna mm-hmm. come up to bite him. I think the thing that is that I'm impressed with the most with the Bills this year, despite not playing as dominant as I thought they would this season. I mean, they're winning, but they're mm-hmm. not playing that quite. Like, I really Bills, thought it would you be don't think the Bills are dominant. They blew out their first two games. I mean, they uh, they didn't. The, the, who who did they lose to last week? Uh, the Dolphins, which is a tough team. And, yeah, and they Miami. lose the Dolphins, and then the Ravens a three-point game despite a bunch of people out. But, I just, I, again, good good games. I'm just saying I, I expected more of a blowout. And, but I, what I, where I do want to give them credit is uh, the defense is just playing way better than the defense I've seen on the Bills in a while. And uh, whether it's, you know, five tackles for loss, uh, which, again, is something you didn't always see with the Bills or, or – Two and a half sacks, two uh, two interceptions by Boyer, their safety, and they're doing it without Trey White. Um, so Trey White, I think, comes back this week. Yeah, is that he, wrong? Yeah, he was expected to be out the first four weeks because he was on the pub. Yeah, but he comes back. Jesus, I mean, this, you got to understand this. This defense is about to get significantly better. Yeah. By having a lockdown corner, so yeah. what they're doing without a lockdown corner is impressive already. Now we're about to see some real interesting things. I mean, I expect it to take a week or two for White to get back in true game shape, but yeah. uh, still, like this is going to be this is going to be interesting to watch that defense. I still can't get over when you're saying I expect them to be blowing people out. They did. They blew out the Rams thirty-one to ten because the Rams are a mediocre team. They blew out the Bills forty-one to seven. It wasn't even that close. Um, the Dolphins. That's a tough team to play. That's going to be. A, they're. That's a really good defense. That's a good coach, and. You just don't like Tua, and you just don't like Lamar Jackson. And because of that, you're like, they should be blowing them out. No, those are two good teams, and they're going to struggle with them. And, hey, they kept it close against the Dolphins. I uh, mean, Lamar Jackson showed he wasn't a good quarterback this week, so I'm not sure uh, what you're what you're losing your mind about. But, yeah. He's the uh, number one Tua quarterback Tua, on the year, Andy. He's the one, number one quarterback on the year so far. On, on uh, By what ratings? Like uh, By all of them. Not, no, no, he's not. He's uh, he's having an amazing uh, passing game, and he's having an amazing run. He's game. having I, an okay passing game. He's having an okay passing year. Uh, but yeah, it's and and actually this week, no, now you factor this, this week, week and it's, this week. It's gonna he's gonna be down to top ten at best. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't love Lamar Jackson as a passing quarterback. You're right, and I'm watching this game against a good defense, and yeah, he got exploited for not being a good passing quarterback. Uh, that's just. Okay. Facts, man. Andy, he got a he, couple picks. He's got a couple. Sixty-five percent completion for almost nine hundred yards, eleven touchdowns, and four interceptions so far. That's just passing. Do you understand That's half of his passing. passes are screens to a running back? 
like half of his passes are short distance passes. These but are he, not deep passes. He just got J.K. Yeah, Dobbins back. 20, what running back has he got that he's that uh, is the, doing he's all these great Justice Hill and, and Picard. It, it doesn't matter. Any any running back or or Mark Andrews behind the line of scrimmage. He's 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 doing these dink and dunk plays. He had 144 yards on 20 passes. That's that's nothing. So uh, that's that's not that's not even 10 yards a, a pass. I mean, it's just it's not great. But uh, we you make are, him up to be. You are out of your mind. He's, but, uh, he's possibly going to get MVP this year. But I don't. For some reason, you just do not like this guy, and you you cannot get over that hump. And I'm right. How many playoff games has this guy won? Uh, none. Ever? I forget. No, yeah. he's not. He's not good. No, he's not good. He's uh, not good. He's not going to go to the Super Bowl. He's just not it, dude. All right. Uh, you, you were. He's already won one MVP. Him twice. He's about to win the MVP twice uh, again. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Let's he, move on. You're killing me. Seahawks disagree. at the Lions. Seahawks are getting four points over under 48. Uh, we both took the Lions on this. We both took under. You made it your lock. We both made it confidence picks because it seemed like it made sense. Um, we were wrong on both. The Seahawks ended up winning 48 to 45. The uh, total score being 93, so it was very, very well over. Um, almost hit 100 burger and by far the most points on the week. Um, this one, boy. The, C- the Lions defensive coordinator, a lot of people calling for his job after this, Aaron Glenn. He, he, the offense is what should have struggled, being without DeAndre Swift and Amon Ronse Brown. But Jared Goff had an amazing game. 26, I mean, they started slow, but 26 for 39, 378, four touchdowns and interception. Uh, Jamal Williams, 19 carries for 108 yards and two touchdowns, like really stepped it up. And then TJ Hawkinson, eight for 179 and two touchdowns. Josh Reynolds, seven for 81 and a touchdown. Like, they played out of their mind, but the defense just struggled. Now, Aiden Hutchinson, I think he went out for a little while. He's had a quad issue that he's been messing with. Um, I think he went out for a little bit. But you can't let Geno Smith go 23 for 30, 320 yards and two touchdowns. And then Rashad Penny, 17 carries for 151 yards and two touchdowns. That's unreal. Yeah, and... Uh... Oof. Lions are this no, is, Lions are the worst ranked defense in the league, I think, right now. Even the Texans are like I think thirty one, and they're thirty two. That's brutal. If you're yeah. worse than the Texans in any category, you yeah. got to you got to really do some introspection. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is uh, the same Geno Smith that uh, beat the Broncos to start the year, and people were were blown away. And Rashawn Penny averaged five yards a carry against those guys too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. These are such a this is such an odd team. Uh, and I don't know what to think of Geno Smith. Like, I want to think that uh, as a first-round pick and on multiple teams that have had second people round. to look at him. Was he a second-round pick? second-round, yeah, by the Jets. Okay, either way, early round. And, yeah. Uh, you would have thought people would have figured out if he was something by now uh, or or figured out he was not. And, uh, yeah, I was just uh, – I still don't know. I'm <laughs> like four weeks in, and yeah. I'm like, he's, he's handily been the reason they won two games. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but you're right. It may be more the Lions defense than it was the Seahawks offense. Yeah, that Lions defense is, is really struggling. I thought they were going to do a lot better this year. Akuda came back, and it looks like he was playing well to start off the year. Um, they got mm-hmm. Rodrigo um, at linebacker to kind of help stop. They were bleeding on the run game last year. It looks like that has not stopped. I mean, Rashad Penny was averaging nine yards a carry. Geno Smith averaged seven yards a carry. That's yeah, three that's, touchdowns on the ground. That's unreal. Yeah, they. I mean, if you look at their tackles, they have a massive amount of tackles that are by people in the secondary. That's not good. Yeah, 
that usually means they blew through your D line and, and linebackers before they got to them. Uh, not always, but uh, yeah, there's there's just a massive amount of uh, of secondary tackles here. Uh, and what two tackles? Well, no, there's four tackles for loss. Okay, so four different people were doing something. But I mean, the Seahawks ran the ball. How many? It was like over 22 times, I think. Um. Oh. Yeah, I think it was almost 30. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah it's over 30. Ran it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. Man. Why not? If you're averaging nine yards a carry, why not? If they can't stop you, yeah. That's yeah. uh, Metcalf had a monster game despite having a, a little poo break, which was pretty hilarious. <laughs> had to be carted uh, off. <laughs> did you see his uh, his tweet during the game? I heard. Yeah, I heard he tweeted he's, something. He's gonna get fined. Yeah. He's, he's gonna get fined because you're not allowed to tweet during the game. Yeah. But, yeah, it was funny. He said that. Uh, but he said the clinching walk I was doing was not going to make it through the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently the Lions have like a very long walk to the to the locker room, so he got carted off to the to the. To the <laughs> that's, yeah. That's hilarious. But how about Hawkinson though? Before we move on, mm-hmm. uh, he set a franchise record for the Lions uh, for 179 yards and two touchdowns in yeah. a game for a tight end. Why have they been that waiting is... so long to throw to him? I know Amon Rajay Brown's been doing right? well, but why are they just now? Throw it to him. He's been he's been ridiculous. I've drafted him in one of my leagues this year, and I eventually dropped him for Gerald Everett because I was like they weren't throwing him. They weren't throwing it to him at all. And oh, you dropped him this week? Uh, I dropped him. No, I dropped him two weeks ago. And I mean, okay. Well, Gerald Everett got me seventeen points, so it, he, he not, got thirty eight points this week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, I mean, but the other weeks he's been getting like two or three, so. I don't know. I don't feel yeah. bad. I think no, I with Almond Ross and St. Brown coming back, I think that might regress more to the mean. And then uh, at some point, James Williams is coming Jamal soon. Williams will be. Is it Jamal? No, Jameson Williams. Yeah. Jameson Williams will be coming back, and that's really going to be throwing thoughts. And Josh Reynolds it plays well. Yeah, I've been saying since last year, but he is an interesting secret weapon for this team mm-hmm. that's just so underappreciated i mean look this is seven catches 81 yards and a touchdown that's a that's a solid game for any receiver but he's he's normally he's normally that five six catch for 50 to 60 yards guy but he gets him on third downs like he gets him in crucial situations he just tends to get open and make a big play when it really matters and, and he's he's just an x factor you know what i mean he's not going to be your, your 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 playmaker the guy everybody knows on our team the face of the franchise but he's just he's a stud third receiver on your team third weapon to have to uh, he reminds me of joe juravicious you remember that dude yeah. <laughs> like he was just known for third down catches like, yeah he only was throwing the ball on third down but he like caught every pass thrown his way that's <laughs> uh but yeah good for them um lines what, are gonna be good yeah yeah they are they just gotta oh, man i thought that they were gonna make a big take a bigger step this year um but i, I still think they're gonna be better i think their defensive coordinator is gonna be gone let us move on to the Chargers at the Texans. Texans getting five points on this. Mm. Over-under is 45. Uh, we both took Chargers and under because we know better. Um, so we the Chargers ended up winning 34-24, to 24, although I wouldn't really say it's that close until, like, the fourth quarter. Um, and the total score is 58, so it was over. But that's kind of – so I figured out every team has an identity, or well, most of them, at least the good ones, and I figured out the Texans. They lose by so much in the first half – that they lull you into a false sense of security, and then they slowly try to get garbage time points just enough in the second half to where they can tie you. And no, it's that that's well, that's totally wrong. This is the first game that's happened. So the first three games, they were 
in the game, and then they just totally dropped the ball in the fourth quarter and didn't score. So this is the first game they've ever scored a point in the fourth quarter, ever. This, this is the whole first year. Game. They haven't scored. This they is haven't the scored first, a point in the fourth quarter Amy, all year. This is the first game a wide receiver has scored a touchdown for the Texans. It's week four. Yeah, no, that, I mean that's yeah, I agree, and that's bad, that's fine, but but still, I mean, I'm just saying for the fourth quarter, we've we've been good three quarters, and then the fourth quarter we just pooped the yeah. bed. And, uh, and this this game was weird because it was the opposite. It was it was the first quarter we didn't even look like we had any any reason to call ourselves an NFL football team. Yeah. And then we slowly like fought our way back a little by little. But you're right. The fourth quarter it was too little, too late. It didn't really matter. But in fact, there was talk that Kyle Allen was getting ready to go in the game when they started the third quarter, and uh, Pierce having that 75 yard touchdown. And they're like, oh, oh, wait, we're we're still officially in this a little bit. We got to leave Mills in. Can't take Mills in now. They thought they were so far out of the game that it was just, you know, yeah. at twenty-seven to seven. They're like, let's let's see if Kyle, you know, Allen can can be a better, you know, tr- person on this team to get some kind of spark. Yeah. But yeah, since Pierce did what he did, it actually allowed Davis Mills to stay in the game, which I hate. Uh, here's another thing: if Rex Burkhead is in the lineup. They're going to pass it to him. They're not going to run. They don't run with him anymore. They just pass to him. And, and there's no reason to keep him in the game at all. No. I mean, he did catch his pass for a touchdown. <sighs> Fine, whatever. But the the dude is awful. So somebody, there's a guy named Brooks Cabina who is one of the new Chronicle writers mm-hmm. uh, since McLean retired. And, I mean, he, he nailed it with a tweet. He said, uh, I believe he said that uh, the Texans are want to be a, a ground-and-pound team. And yet they consistently take out their most game-breaking player anytime there's a critical situation. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, that's it. That, that's us in a nutshell. Yeah. We're, we're going to be ground and pound, but not Damien Pierce. We're going to be a ground and pound with Rex Burkhead. If there's ever a third down or there's a goal line carry or anything like that, we take Pierce out of the game. It's moronic. Yeah. It's, I, I don't understand how anybody anybody could justify and th- i mean they finally for the first time all year hammered uh lovey smith on it on that question and he just came out and said well when we have rex burkhead in, it's because we need him for the play we're calling well then you know what maybe you should do a better job calling better plays yeah that involve your playmaker <laughs> yeah that makes <laughs> instead no of sense. relying on rex burkhead Ugh, yeah so stupid um, yeah, I don't want to spend too much more time on Chargers Texans. Um, just to let you know, Justin Herbert, twenty-seven for thirty-nine, three forty-two touchdowns. Austin Eckler with the huge game. Uh, now, before I had a prop bet for you over under seventy-two rushing yards, you took the over. You fool! Um, he only got sixty on thirteen carries, but he did get two touchdowns uh, on those thirteen carries. Yeah. And then he had six receptions for forty-nine and a touchdown. Three touchdowns sure on the day for Austin Eckler. And that's what happens when you got no Keenan Allen. Hopefully they start using him more like that more often because they have not really utilized him so far this season. Uh, I'll tell you what, Brandon Staley, uh, Lions should go hire him as their defensive coordinator because he's going to be available next year, I think. Uh, You may be right. Uh, And and he may be a better coordinator than a coach. And when I say maybe, he is. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Because, yeah, he's he's not doing great. Uh, But we could use... Everything. I, we could use everything, and and I'm, I fear the likelihood of what the likelihood is that they actually let Lovey Smith go. You Why know do what you I mean? Fear uh, that? Well, because having a third coach in three years, 
Will they let Casario do that? I hope so. <laughs> do, do you think that people are going to start to think that we're that the Texans are a dysfunctional franchise? I think that ship has sailed, Andy. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a thing. But I'm wondering if you know the overwhelming majority is going to be Lovey Smith's a good guy, he's a good leader, and he got saddled with the quarterback he had no chance to win with, and that's going to be the reason he ends up staying. I hope not, but uh, yeah, you know, well. <sighs> If we have the first overall pick, we're going to have our pick of any coach we want. So, I think they might still go for Brian Flores uh, once the suit's done by the next year. Oof, I don't know. Now that he threw the Texans into the lawsuit. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 If he hadn't done that, which he didn't do till late in the game. Yeah. Then, uh, then yeah, then I think we, uh, we, we, I think you were right. I think we would have brought him in. Yeah. And I actually wouldn't have hated it. No, I, I think he's a good coach. Let's move yeah. on to two other dysfunctional teams in the AFC yeah, yeah, South. Yeah. The Titans at the Colts. The Titans are getting three and a half. The over-under is 43. I took the Titans and over on this because I don't trust the Colts for anything, and you took the Colts and over. Um, you were wrong. The Titans won 24 to 17, <laughs> and the total was 41. Uh, I mean, it was so it was barely Who's going to suck more? I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, That's what this game Titans, felt like. The Titans just did not score in the second half. They got up 24 to 10 going into halftime and then just did not score. The Colts have a players for a good defense they just i mean they have struggled this year to be a good defense they have the players they've been a good defense before it doesn't seem like they've lost enough players although Shaq leonard's been um pretty injured throughout the season and the preseason so i think he just didn't play till week three or four and i think he might be injured again i think he went out in this past game (laughs) no Um, i didn't watch that yeah Mm. the only team to score (laughs) The Colts gold scored a touchdown in the third quarter. That's it. I mean, that was that was all for the second half. This is a boring game. Um, Ryan Tannehill, seventeen for twenty-one, one thirty-seven, and two touchdowns. That's, I mean, that's terrible yardage. You got two touchdowns and he's in close, um, but you don't need it when Derrick Henry's going to go twenty-two for one fourteen and a touchdown. <laughs> well, one of the one of the infographics. Uh, oh, you know what? I think it was during the Rams game last night, not the. Not the Colts. I was thinking it was the Colts, but it was about maybe the best race in the NFL right now is is the interception leader, which is a tight a tight race between Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford. <laughs> 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 and, uh, there was two other quarterbacks in there too. That uh, oh, Jameis Winston, and then a decent quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers or someone. But it was funny. It was like yeah, the the interception race is the is the tightest, closest one being watched in Vegas right now. <laughs> Yeah, I believe it. Matt Ryan, 27 for 37, 356, two touchdowns, interception. I will say, though, um, the one in this game, if I'm remembering right, it looked like it was a tipped one that wasn't really on him. He was actually having a really good game for most of it, uh, moving the ball down the field. Jonathan Taylor has been terrible, 20 for 42. And I don't think it's Jonathan Taylor. I think it's the offensive line. And he ends up leaving the game at the very end. Um where they didn't protect him again that offensive line's been bad and at first they thought he might be out for the season now they're saying he might play thursday um i would be shocked that's a that's big a swing short game yeah out first season or might be able to play on a short week i mean they're one <laughs> two and one uh they were the a lot of people had Why them force it? as a divisional uh leader in this going in this season yeah this ain't gonna be this ain't going to be the season for them. They've got too many issues. Uh, one it issue, was a though, guarantee when I took him first overall in the draft. Yeah, same here. It was a guarantee I, he's getting hurt. I had him and Javante Williams in one league. I was like, I am stacked. And then I think I had James Robinson 
as my flex and Cordero Patterson on the bench. It's like, I am stacked for this year, and then I lose both those guys. Well, neither one's really playing well. Um, i tell you one thing they don't have to worry about, those receivers. I told you I liked Alec Pierce a lot. He went for four for 80. Then Mo Cox, six for 85 and two touchdowns. Jelani Wood had a huge catch for 33 yards. Michael Pittman kind of quiet, three for 31. I, I don't know if Frank Reich is safe after this year, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think he's, ooh. yeah, I think he's got to be gone, right? I mean, like, he, he started off hot and then uh, just fizzled. And, and he's, he's, I don't know. I guess the question is who's fighting for these veteran quarterbacks? You know, is it, is it, because uh, this is the third one they've had now. Yeah. Where they, where they spent some money on bringing well, in Wentz a vet was his. and it would work out. Wentz was absolutely his. I watched that, um, uh, yeah. Hard knocks during the season. He's like, oh, as soon as he, I found out he was available, I went and got him because he drafted. Like he, he was one of the ones that liked him when he was in Philly, and but he uh, fought for uh, he fought for Philip Rivers too. Yeah, and now Matt Ryan. It's yeah. like he's he's fighting over. I think he is, his feeling is I've I've built this great defense. I've got playmakers on offense. One of the top running games. All I need is a vet quarterback who can come in and step in in and play. Reasonable, and honestly. He. It does, to be honest. That's why you and I both thought they were going to win the division yeah. at the beginning of the season. And we talked about it on record because like, <laughs> we had those exact same thoughts. Yeah. Well, he's got everything in place. He just needs a veteran quarterback who can, you know, uh, lead the team. And uh, he just, every time he brings one in, they're, they're past their prime. And it's like, you know, if somebody's going to trade away a Matt Ryan, it's because they know he's no longer it. Yeah. He, like, he doesn't have it anymore. Same with Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Like, they, the Chargers let him go because he's not it anymore. Otherwise, they'd have franchised the dude. Because yeah. nobody wants to pay $250 million guaranteed contract now. Yeah. Unless they know what the dude's good. Yeah. Let's move on. Bears at the Giants. Yep. Bears getting two and a half. Over-under is 39 and a half. Uh, we both took the Giants. I took the under. You took the over just because I didn't think. These are two pretty decent defenses. Um but the offenses are both kind of struggling. Uh, but I like, I tell you, I, the Giants, I like them more and more. I feel bad for Daniel Jones because I don't know what he is still. Just because his receivers have been bad and injured, and I've never, there's so many drop passes. Like, he's thrown balls straight to him, and they've dropped so many passes. Uh, I think Wondell Robinson is expected to come back next week, and then... Uh, I think also Kadarius Tony's expected to come back healthy. But they've got, uh, not Greg Roman, uh, Brian Dable. I mean, he's got the running game going. Shaquan Barkley, 31 for 146. And then Daniel Jones ends up carrying two touchdowns in. Six for six for 68 and two is pretty great for uh, a quarterback. Um, he ended up getting injured in the game. And then Tyrod Tyler came in. And then he got injured, so Daniel Jones came back in. Yeah, that's he's he's a good enough quarterback with Dayball, but he, uh, Dayball's never going to turn him into the Josh Allen that people were hoping he would do. But, yeah. uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think they're he's doing way better things for the Giants than I ever thought he would be able to do. And uh, I did see an interesting thing during the game last night. They tweeted that uh, uh, Odell Beckham was in New York speaking with the Giants yesterday uh, about joining the team. Yeah. So. It may be that he's like, you know, uh, I will either want to go back to a contender or I'll go back to the place that uh, that I started with now that it looks like they're getting things turned around. Yeah. And, you know, if they added an Odell Beckham, uh, uh, when put in parentheses a healthy Odell Beckham to the team, that actually might be a pretty good boost for them. Yeah. Well, I think he's 
he look, he wants to be in a big city. He played in Cleveland and mm-hmm. he does, it. you're right. Um yep. loved being in New York. Uh I think he loved being in LA, but the Rams are not the Rams that they were. And I think the Giants yeah. I tell you what, the thing is is Matt uh, or Josh Allen wasn't Josh Allen until they got him a Stephon Diggs. And I think if they get him, I like Wandell Robinson, I like Kadarius Tony. they're kind of redundant. I think they need to get a big number one, and I think they'd be pretty tough, and that defense is playing better and better. Um, on the other side, Justin Fields, poor guy, 11 for 22, 174. I know a lot of people have kind of sold out on him, but he just doesn't stand a chance. That offensive line is so abysmal. And, I mean, he's got Darnell Mooney, 4 for 94 for him. But that's really it. Cole Komet, I think, could end up being good, but he doesn't really have anyone else. It, it's mm-hmm. he's under pressure. It's poorly coached. I, I don't, I don't know. If you're the Bears, like things, it's just more of the same this year. I don't know what. There's nothing to hope for. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. And uh, I mean, they, they're. I hate to say, but they're a total rebuild at this yeah. point. Uh, I don't, I don't see how you don't. Uh, but we'll see. We'll move on from that. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see anything good happening for the for the Bears, but I am interested in seeing if Odell Beckham what joins what the Giants can do. Yeah, I think that. Well, and I can't wait to see Wandale Robinson and Kadarius Tony both healthy. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see, and I think Sterling Sharper, Sher, Sterling Shepard is Shepherd. injured as well. Um, but I'd like to see mm-hmm. them with a decent receiving core. I tell you what, Daniel Bellinger, that tight end they picked up um, in the draft, has played very well for them. So keep an yeah, eye on that yeah. guy. Uh, next is sure. the Jags at the Eagles. Jags are getting six and a half over under forty five and a half. Uh, we both took the Eagles on this. I took the over. You took the under. We both made it solid picks, and we were right on that. Uh, not that we didn't think the Jags were going to be good, but this was this was such a. If these two teams played again, I still don't know. And I got six and a half points with the Jags. I think I would take the Jags just because this was such a sloppy, rainy game. Um, Eagles end up winning 29 to 21. So they were eight points over and the total score is 50. So I got the over, but I think if these two played again in a dome, I don't know that the Jags don't win that one. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Ooh. 11 for 23, 174, two touchdowns, interception. Although he had, that's a, not good. Yeah. He had yeah. a, this game had a bunch where a lot of tips and a lot of drop balls just cause it was so wet and a, and a, mm-hmm. a muff snap because ever, I mean, no one, everyone was struggling. Um, the Eagles' defense is so tough. They pretty much shut down the rushing game. Travis Etienne, 8 for 32. James Robinson, 8 for 29. Um, and then, I mean, the passing game, 174 total yards. A lot of this was defense on both sides of the ball. Um, the the Jaguars came out to a 14-0 and lead after Jalen Hurts, I think he threw an interception on the first throw of the game. And again, it was a lot of tips and things like that. Uh, going into halftime, is 2014 Eagles. And then no one scored in the third, and then it just kind of came down to the fourth. This was a good game. These are two good teams. Well, but that that was what was wild about it to me. I think I too, you know, I think it was like one minute into the noon game or noon games, and uh, I'm, you and I both kind of talked. We're like, this will be the game where we can kind of figure out who the Jags are mm-hmm. because two of their wins were were handy, but they were against bad teams or a team going through a bad time, right? And I'm like, now let's see how they do against a really, really good team, which yeah. we we'll, can both agree the Eagles are a really, really good team. Yeah. And, uh, and and we were like a minute into the noon games, and I looked over, and it's 14-0 uh, Jags. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the Jags are winning 14-0. What? And I looked over at my dad, and I was like, dude, the Jags are a team. I was wrong. This is awful. <laughs> I don't yeah. want them to have great things. And, uh, I mean, I blink, and it's like, 21 14 eagles i'm like oh oh 
Oh, so the Eagles screwed up something at the beginning and have handily taken the game back over from them. If they they ended up scoring twenty nine unanswered points, and then uh, yeah, and then there was a garbage time touchdown to the Jags. I think is what happened, but I could be wrong. Yeah, the Jags uh-huh. are gonna have to shore up that um, the interior mm-hmm. defensive line because they got they've got good linebackers, and I actually thought that would help, but they got ran all over on uh, after that. Miles Sanders, 27, 27 carries for 134 yards and two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts, 16 carries for 38 yards and a touchdown. Kenneth Gainwell, 5 for 19 and a touchdown. Um, that's how they got all their yardage was on the ground. The, the, in the air, everyone was struggling in the air just because because of that weather. And the I think the Eagles are more of a running team than the Jags are because Trevor Lawrence is getting better every week. And I think he's – I mean, he's got some zip on the ball. He can throw it in there. And that's why I'm saying I think that this was a – in a dome, um, I think this would be a good match. I would watch the, these two fight each other every week. I think that would be a good matchup. The thing is that the Eagles have you're, – you're right, they're more of a running team, but they, I mean, they've got some good receivers. Uh, they've got yeah. – Oh, reliable yeah. receivers yeah. and tight ends. I mean, I I just feel like the Eagles are maybe the most complete team in the NFL right now. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, I had them winning the division. I think I'll have to check and see what I had. What, yeah, halfway through the season, we'll go and we'll have to see what our predictions were for every team. But I had the Eagles. I had like 13 wins or something. Um, yeah. Jags are about to go on a run here and get a little bit of a break. So they play the Texans, the Colts, the Giants, the Broncos and the Raiders next. I think the Giants might give them a little bit of trouble, um, but they play at home. Mm-hmm. I think the other teams they're going to win. Then they have the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Lions, who could be pretty formidable by then. Um, the Titans, Cowboys, Jets, Texans again, and Titans again. I mean, they're going to win the division. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think uh, I think that. To me, I, I saw something different than you did in this game. I saw that the Jags got a quick, easy 14 points, and then they totally were manhandled the entire game. Like I said, except for a, a trash time touchdown at the very end. Um, they were held three and a half quarters with no points. Uh, I, I, I think you're right. I think they're going to run the table on these next five games, but I think it's really interesting because I feel like then they'll be, what, what will be their record be at that point? Like seven and two? Yeah. Uh, or, or eight and yeah, one. So I forget how many losses they've they have. They've got two losses now. With <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, so, but it'll be funny because I feel like they'll be potentially still kind of an unknown commodity <laughs> going into a game with a good team, you know, whatever that next good team is that they play. Jeez. I think they'll still kind of be, yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah. I think they'll still be kind of an unknown commodity once they play the Chiefs, even yeah, if they're seven and two. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, but I've seen them play like one good team. Yeah. You know, and they got manhandled to a great degree. So, but they've dominate bad teams. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're definitely vastly improved, but uh, I still kind of have an incomplete on a grade if I had to come up with one. I also think they're going to improve over the season, especially getting practice against some of these warm up teams. Um, Probably right. Because I think they've got, I think Trevor Lawrence specifically has gotten better and better over the four games. This last one, kind of an outlier just yeah. because the weather was just so crazy but i think they're going to continue to improve over the year and by the time they pay the chiefs i think they're going to be competitive i mean they went up against a team that is on offense is i mean the only thing that they added was 
A.J. Brown, and then it turns out Jordan Malata is really good at left tackle. And uh, yeah. so they have probably the best offensive line in the game. They have <laughs> two of the great receivers. I mean, they're just – they're this one, is just one of the top really, tight ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just a really, really, really good team. But they, even Dallas Goddard had, like, a very crazy drop. Like, it hit him right in the numbers and he dropped. Mm-hmm. This was just a nuts game. And I feel like you can take some things out of it, but, man, you kind of have to pick and choose just because it's, it was just so sloppy. Yeah. Speaking absolutely. of sloppy, next is the Jets at the Steelers. The Jets are getting yeah, three points. The over-under is 41.5. We split on this one. I took the Jets and under. You took the Steelers and under. The Steelers cannot win a game without T.J. Watt. Um, they end up, the Jets end up winning 24-20, to 20, and so the Jets wouldn't need that three points, and the total score is 44, so it was over. We Neither of us got that one. Um, this was interesting. So the Jack Wilson's back for the first time this year, uh, second year in the league, and then Kenny Pickett got a start. So you got to, got to see two young quarterbacks that everyone was kind of interested in. Mitch Trubisky got, uh, got, I think he only played maybe a quarter and a half. Um, then Kenny Pickett comes in, 10 for 13, 120 yards, three interceptions. Um, some of that was high ball placement on him. Some of it was tips and not necessarily yeah. on him. Uh, but he's got zip on the ball. He's got a cannon. He can at least move the ball, the ball downfield, whereas Trubisky just really couldn't. Um, yeah, he, he revitalized the team, even though the stats look horrendous. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you know, they had scored six points in the half. Uh, they bring Pickett out for the second half, and they score 14 points yeah. uh, well, against the same running defense. Him yeah, he had six carries yeah. for two touchdowns. Yeah, but, I mean, even if you look at his passes, he was 10 of 13. He had three picks, but his only incompletions were picks. Yeah. Which means, that, and one of them you said it was a tip. So it was like a bad decision. Other than that, he had a pretty dang good game. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, yeah, th- I, I never want to see three picks from a quarterback. But it was his first time getting an NFL experience, and he played a pretty decent defense. So, yeah, yeah I, I have hope for that dude in the future. Yeah, I do too. I think he's going to – I think he'll play a lot. But I mean, this is his first game in, and he's already better than Trubisky. And that offensive line is abysmal. Um, on the other yeah. side, Zach Wilson, 18 for 36, 252, a touchdown and two interceptions. Uh, he had one bad interception. He had one, looked like he was tipped. He's got, like, he can zip that ball in there. The problem is I think he needs to work on his touch. Like, when, when the guy's five yards away, you don't need to launch it at him. you got to have a little bit of more mm-hmm. touch on it. Um, Brees Hall. Kind started, of a Ryan Mallett syndrome, right? Yeah, yeah, where you have to throw everything at, well, Ryan Mallett had a lot of syndromes. Um, <laughs> Brees Hall, 17 for 66 and a touchdown. And then two receptions for 12 yards. I think he's going to play better and better. Corey Davis had a big game, five for 74 and a touchdown. Um, Elijah Moore, he tried to feed him a lot more, but he only ended up with three for 53. Yeah, I, I, two quarterbacks that I wanted to see some of, and and they're going to have everything to do with if this if their franchises are going to be good teams or not in the, in the coming years and. You know, kind of incomplete on both of those this week, but uh, I'm very interested in watching them both as we go forward. But that, you know, that was the first game back for Wilson too, so yeah, uh, we'll see how they fared for the rest of the season. Yeah, but that was an interesting. Game. I mean, both teams are. Kind it was kind of good. I feel like they're on the precipice of something, um, but we're trying to yeah. figure out what. And a lot of it hinges on those two new quarterbacks. Uh, next, let's move on to the Cardinals and Panthers because we have to, and we have to talk about both these teams. So. Neither are good. Um, the Cardinals' defense is really, really bad. The Panthers, everything. Well, their defense is the only thing that's good. Uh, in this game, Panthers are getting one point. The over-under is 43.5. 
Uh, we both had Panthers in under, and we whiffed on this one. Usually the Panthers, especially at home, have the Cardinals number, uh, but the Cardinals end up winning 26-16 to 16 because Baker Mayfield is really, really bad. 22 for 36, 197, one touchdown, two interceptions. And, um, yeah, McCaffrey the struggled. J.J. Watt? Do what? One of them, the great J.J. Watt, two days after having his heart shocked back in the Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, it, yeah. J.J. Watt, about two days before the game, comes out and says, hey, guys, some information about me is about to get released. I just want you to hear it from me. Uh, my heart was beating irregularly, so I had it shocked back into rhythm. And I'm, so I'm going to play. I'm like, what? You can't just drop that and then walk away. Yeah, and even he said after the – he said kind of emotionally after the game, I probably shouldn't have played today. Yeah. I mean, and he's, and he's heavily contemplating retirement at the end of the year. He probably should. Uh, it I sucks. I want him to get a ring. I thought when he went to the Cardinals that would happen. Um, man, maybe, yeah, If he, I don't know how long his contract is, but maybe go to the Chiefs for just a year just to see if you can get that ring. Lord you know knows what? he deserves the it. Se- you know what? The season's not over, and DeAndre Hopkins is about to come back, which I know it's one player, but he is, like, the whole offense. So, they. It's. I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but no. Best team is three and one, right? Forty are Forty Niners three and one. Uh, I think the Eagles. Someone's four and zero. Oh. Let me see. I'll pull, pull it up. I think the division. Eagles are four and zero. Oh. Yeah. The Eagles aren't in their division though. I'm talking no. about uh, the Cardinals. They got the the Rams, Forty Nineers, oh, Seahawks. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, Ra- Raiders just got their first win. Yeah, Chiefs are three and one. Nope, that's the wrong division. That's the AFC. Still uh, wrong division. Yeah, <laughs> NFC. Uh, 49ers. Yeah, everyone's two and two. Everyone in the division is two and yeah, two. Yeah, so they're they, so they're they're by no means out of it. Yeah, and, but they're not going to yeah, win a got... Super Bowl, man. They, they, that's not well, no one in that division is going to win a Super Bowl. Maybe yeah, 49ers. Maybe maybe. I mean, once you get to the playoffs, you never know. But it's uh, D Hop is a huge part of that team, so he'll he'll change it dramatically. Because let's be honest, Kyler Murray's gotten a lot of credit the last couple of years for being good because he is mobile in the pocket, but like a, a huge amount of his success has been throwing 50, 50 balls to D hop. And he comes down with them miraculously yeah. where no other receiver is going to do that. So they're going to get a lot more miracle plays downfield and, and more touchdowns than they've been getting. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that one, but the, the problem isn't their offense. It's their defense. Their defense lets everybody score. And it's been really bad. Byron yeah. Murphy's been playing well. Um, JJ went in plays pretty well but they just don't they have no pass they just they don't they can't stop anything do you think there's a chance that because i want to say last year maybe it was two years ago there was like an unprecedented amount but uh there may be some fire sales that go on in the next couple weeks yeah i think there where you know if d hop comes back and he's really good i mean chandler jones is what killed him Mm -hmm. just flat out it was chandler jones losing him do you think there's a chance there's a fire sale somewhere and they grab a pass rusher Maybe, maybe. Who are some of the teams you're yeah. thinking might start having fire sale? I mean, the Panthers. Well, I th- I think I mean, uh, Matt Brule, Matt Rule is gone. I think they could start. They might have a fire sale. Um, Bears. Raiders. Who? Raiders. 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 I don't know though. The Raiders. It's the first year under Josh McDaniel, and I think he might be delusional in thinking that he can. Yeah, I mean it's the GM. That needs to make the call, but yeah, it's that would. I guess you're right. That I mean, that could be a potential. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what other team. I haven't really got to look at the rosters yet, but I know there's 
there's a few teams that are way down the list there that who knows they might uh there might be a fire sale somewhere yeah um yeah i guess let's talk about this game because we have to mccaffrey on the ground not good eight for 27 on the air pretty great eight nine for 81 and a touchdown um dj moore showing some life um yeah, that's Kyler Murray on the other side, 23 for 32, 207, two touchdowns and an interception uh, at the very end of the – or towards the end of the game that was not great. Was it towards the end of the game? Oh, man, I'm, I I didn't really watch a ton of this just because I don't want to. Uh, I feel like it's a huge waste of time. And probably talking about it is. So let's move on to Patriots at the Packers. Patriots are getting nine whopping points. That's the most on the week. Over-under is 40 and a half. Um we both took Packers and under. I made it a solid pick and my lock, and I lose this one because what is the Packers? Do? How do you let Bailey Zappi put twenty four on you? That was shocking. Uh, through a little bit. Uh, I didn't really watch the game, so I got to be honest. I'm not sure if Brian Hoare just came in while he was nicked up, or if he's came in at the end of the game for him or no brian horror started all right so i watched it because i live with a packer fan so we watched it so brian horror started the game uh bailey's Zappi mm. was not meant to play and brian horror got injured very early on so they sent in bailey Zappi, okay. who's a rookie uh 10 for 15 99 and a touchdown but he looked pretty good i mean he looked all right he didn't look he looked better than brian hoyer and maybe just a little bit less than and less than mac jones i would say less than mac jones but um, Damian Harris, 18 for 86 and a touchdown. Ramon J. Stevenson, 14 carries, uh, for 66 yards. So it's, it's clearly a two headed monster there. Uh, Devonte Parker, the only one with a touchdown on that one, but the Patriots defense played well. The Packers offense just Romeo dubs, uh, had a fumble to start with, had a dropped touchdown and then ended up getting a touchdown going five for 47. He's still young. He'll figure it out. Rodgers are going to have to have time with him. Alan Lazard, 6 for 116, had a huge day. On the ground, Aaron Jones, 16 for 110 yards. A.J. Dillon, 17 for 73 yards. Both of them doing well. Aaron Rodgers, 21 for 35, 251, two touchdowns, interceptions. It's The thing that stuck out to me was that they, they're trying desperately to find a way to use Christian Watson, and, and yeah. he got a 15-yard rushing touchdown. So, I mean, they're going to... They're going to find a way. He, they need to get him more involved because well, as early as he's picked and the talent he has. Yeah, they've tried, but he is. I, 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 he only had one reception for eight yards. I didn't see how many targets he had, but it wasn't. I mean, they tried getting the ball. He's just not the only way they can get him involved. Well, and Rodgers doesn't like to throw to him because he's young and he's dropped stuff before. I mean, his first pat, big pass was a clear dropped touchdown on a long bomb, and it seems like the coaching staff is having to just yeah, just having to do these these sweeps just so he's forced to give Christian Watson the ball. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's probably enough of that game. But yeah. uh, I am impressed with uh, with Bill Belichick still finding a way to win. Boy, uh, yeah. I mean, the defense. It's not like the defense played well. They gave up twenty seven. It's the offense, the Green Bay defense, which was supposed to be so much better this year. I mean, they picked up. Their biggest problem last year was that they were so weak up the middle. So what do they do? They go out and get Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt uh, in the middle. Yeah. And I thought that was going to help things. They even got Kingsley Onigbari as like a rotational pass rusher. And it, they're still not – like the the defense still is – they should be better than this against that Patriots offense. And the Packers offense is – 
just can't seem to get anything going. I understand they've got some younger guys, and they're running A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, you know, in split shotgun um, sets. But, yeah, they got to figure out something to start getting – because the, they can't rely on this defense to win them games. They're going to have to start doing something. It's I, I just don't know if I can take them. I've got to see who they play next week. But right now, I just don't feel comfortable taking the Packers in a lot of games. They're 3-1, and one, but, well, they play the Giants next week. You know what? I don't – they play the Giants, the Jets, the Commanders. They've got a pretty easy schedule. If they don't win all three of those games, they have a serious issue. And the Giants won. Uh, I'd like I to see – what what how many points would it need you, would you need to take the Giants in the next game? It's in Lambeau. Uh, oh, no, I'm to sorry. It's, it's in, in Germany. Game. It's in Germany at 8.30 a.m. To take the Giants? Yeah, how many points would you need? Nine? Yeah. I think I would take six. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 All right, let's move on. Uh, Chiefs at Bucks. This was this was the game. This was an entertaining one. Uh, so Chiefs getting one whole point, the over-under being 46. Uh, I had the Chiefs in under. You had the Chiefs in over. We both made it solid picks. We were both right. The Chiefs end up winning 41 to 34. Um, so they could have given up six points. Uh, and the total score was 75. So I was way wrong about that. I just thought, I thought the Bucks would limit the Chiefs' offense, and I thought the Bucks' offense would be as bad as it's been. But they got Mike Evans back, and they basically just fed him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it. The, I mean the Bucks. They got Godwin and Evans back. Um, Julio Jones is still out, but I mean he was more of an afterthought when they yeah. when they signed him anyway. Fournette has been doing pretty damn well. Um, I, I mean, I thought this would happen too. Usually Brady plays up to the level of QBs playing, but I think he's fading a bit. And uh, I mean, Mahomes is just—he's the real deal, dude. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really not surprised with the outcome. It's kind of exactly what I thought it'd be, but I, I was really kind of had my eye on this game to see if Brady is going to. Like I said, rise up to the to the level he used to when he plays big games, or mm-hmm. if he's truly like trailing off, and it feels like he's trailing off. Yeah. Who do you think Brady's trailing off? Yep. I don't know, man. Some of the balls he was throwing in there. I mean, they still had a lot of zip. He threw it fifty-two times, thirty-nine for fifty-two, three hundred eighty-five yards and three touchdowns. Doesn't seem like trailing off. Yeah, uh, it just I don't know. There, there's just something when I watch him that's I don't know if it's kill, I don't know what it is. Killer instinct? I don't know. But no. uh, oh, that's uh, did we'll you see, see him yelling at his team last week? It's not killer. He, 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 needs, lost he that. needs Gronk. He needs Gronk. That's yeah. what he needs. Yeah, he does need a good tight end across the middle. He needs Gronk. I mean, Cameron Brait. He used him a lot more last week when he didn't have. Well, Brait got hurt. Brait got hurt this game. This yeah yeah uh, he, he was four for thirty two before he got hurt though. Yeah, yeah, he got he got hurt in the first, at the end of the first half. Yeah, so that's why that's why he didn't do better. Yeah, yeah. I think Cameron Braid actually he might because of Mike Evans and Godwin were both out. I th- he was forced to use Cameron Braid a lot more. And I think it, I I didn't see how bad Braid's injury was, but I think if he's back, they'll start you know not hyper focusing, but using him a lot more like Gronk because Braid looked great in the game before when he was using him. Yeah. Uh, Fournette, uh, whopping negative three yards on three carries, but he makes up for it with, uh, seven receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown. What's interesting is they only had six carries the entire game. I mean, clearly they shut down the run game fast. Uh, Rashad White had the same amount of carries as Leonard Fournette, but he got six yards and a touchdown on that. That, the carry 
Split is interesting to me. Uh, but, I mean, Fournette's still the guy for this foreseeable future. But the fact that they're starting to trust him a little bit more. He also got five receptions for 50 yards. And Leonard Fournette's gotten a lot better out of the backfield receiving. But that's kind of Rashad White's role is to be that pass-catching back. So that's just kind of interesting that um, it basically was 10 reps to eight reps with the two running backs in the split, which is a lot closer than you think it'd be. Uh, on the other side, Patrick Mahomes, 23 for 37, 249, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Did Kelsey's, you see yeah. the touchdown, though? Which one? Did you see the magic touchdown of Patrick Mahomes? Which one? Oh, my God. No, no. You Then you haven't. It is. The, oh, my God. It is just the play of the year. Uh, I'll send it over to you. But he uh, he drops back. Line of scrimmage is like at the two. He drops back really far. Evades a, a sure sack. Uh, runs up. Does a spin move on another oh, linebacker. Oh, yeah. To run up right to the line and under and toss it underhand up and over two defenders right into the yeah. receiver's hands for a touchdown. That was God. That is the most unreal play I've seen in like forever. Yeah, that's kind of we were talking about this earlier with some of the receivers, kind of like Zach Wilson and uh, those guys trying to figure out the touch on those passes. Where Patrick Mahomes has that, like he has a touch that like most people don't have this young in their career where he just knows right, right where to, to lob it. Well, no, well no one does, ever. Yeah. No, no one can ever do that play. That is a play Patrick Mahomes can do, and nobody else can yeah, do that. that's fair. Like, that is just, that's that's one I saw, and I go, you know, because I'm on a team that's evaluating their quarterback before the uh, draft next year, and that's the play where you go, oh, oh, yeah, we don't have that. Yeah. No, I mean, there's no inkling of that. It's not like we saw one play like that and then bad play the rest of the game. That, he does not have that in him. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was, it was, it's just so impressive. Yeah. That was, I think, to Clyde Edwards Orlair for his only reception and a touch was. and passing touchdown on the game. But then he had 19 carries for 92 yards and a touchdown on the ground. He started to, he's become all, the back that we kind of expected when he got drafted two years ago. Pacheco, though, it's, I mean, it's Hilaire and Pacheco. Uh, McKinnon, they gave him two carries, but he doesn't really do anything. They haven't really used him much. But Pacheco, 11 for 63, averaging almost six yards a carry. That's a guy to keep your eye on because this could end up being uh, a two-headed monster. Because, I mean, Pacheco, last week, I think they played him mostly in garbage time. But that's interesting to have both those guys. They're going to both end up being really good. But the, I mean, the Chiefs are – we slept on the Chiefs. When this whole division was getting better, we're, we, we slept on them. I think you took – who did you have one in that division? I think I had the Chargers. Oh my gosh! I no no. I think I still had the Chiefs. Did I, you? I could be wrong, but yeah, I think I'm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I still had the Chiefs. I mean, but I mean, if you said Broncos, I'd have been like, okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, with that division, I think everyone was like, the Raiders are the only one just because that defense isn't as good, but they seemed legitimate. But now it's clearly it's Chiefs and it's everyone else in that division. Very true. Um, last. On the list is last night's Monday Night Football game. Rams at the 49ers. Rams are getting a point and a half over under 42 and a half. And you and I split on this one. I had 49ers over. You had Rams and over. Um, we were not right about the over. The total score was 33 because the Rams are not. They're just not. They're not good. Um, I don't. I When Trey Lance got hurt, you and I both said they just 
their injury just got them better with Jimmy Garoppolo coming back. And they took him a game to kind of get in the swing of things because he hadn't really taken snaps during the offseason. He's coming off a of shoulder surgery, but he looks good. And the Rams, their defense is worse without Vaughn Miller. Um, Jalen Ramsey seems to be struggling a lot more. And really, after Jalen Ramsey, he can take out your number one receiver. But after that, they really don't have an answer. Uh, on the offensive side, that offensive line is not as good. They don't. Allen Robinson is shockingly is not the guy. Well, they're not even targeting him. They're they're not they're they're setting him up for fade routes, and that is it. It's yeah. the Cooper Cup show. Yeah, I feel like they're so. I feel like Stafford is almost regressing as a quarterback. Yeah, specifically because he feels like, well, if I don't look at uh, at Cup, then I'm then I'm screwing up. So I got to look at Cup first, and that's just not the way it should be right now. I mean, I, when I watch it, it doesn't look like Allen Robinson's open much. I like he can't separate, but you may be right. I mean, because some of the throws he throws to Cooper Cup, and that guy's not separating either. He's just an amazing receiver. I mean, he forces it. He he's now leading the league in interceptions, Matt Stafford. Yeah, he just he seems to be forcing it to Cup and nobody else. And like I said, in the end zone, they seem to have some design plays for fade routes. Allen Robinson every now and then. That's the only time I ever see him where he appears to be schemed open. Yeah. You know, I mean, I could be wrong. He may not be. Uh, he, like you said, he may just never be getting open, and, and he is making the reads, and that's why he's forcing a throw. But it really looks like he's he's forcing the cup, and then, like I said, just kind of regressing. Yeah. Because um, he checks down to the tight end. Yeah. Right after that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're right. Cooper Cup, most receptions, 14 for 122. Uh, Tyler Higby, 10 for 73. And then the next is Daryl Henderson, the running back, three for twelve. Allen Robinson had yeah. two receptions. Um, yeah, Matt Stafford, thirty-two for forty-eight, two hundred fifty-four yards, one no touchdowns, one interception. On the other side, Jimmy Garoppolo, sixteen for twenty-seven, two thirty-nine, a touchdown. For the 49ers, you can do that, especially against the Rams, who are not—they're not a bad team. They're just—they're gonna—they're slightly better than average. They're gonna beat bad teams. They're going to struggle with mediocre teams, and you're going to lose to bad, to good ones. That's just who the Rams are now. Um, yeah, Jeff. We Wilson, know this now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeff Wilson is uh, the clear running back. 18 carries for 74 yards and a touchdown. Debo with a long run, six for 115 and a touchdown. Um, it's yeah. It's basically Jeff Wilson and Debo is the entire offense and it's, but it seems to be working. Brandon Ayuk gets a little involved for, for 37, but basically they get up and they'll just grind you into the ground with that defense. The 49ers are, are going to be a good team. Um, I think they're going to probably win that division. I, I don't see the Rams. I mean, we just saw them play the Rams. The Cardinals don't scare me. Honestly, uh, every, every team in that division is two and two. I think the Seahawks might, I, I mean, the way they've been playing, they might be the closest competitor. I don't know, man. Only because the Seahawks, when they win, they did win big against bad defenses. But when they lose, they seem like they that's lose true. pretty big. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll see, man. I, that'll be that's definitely a crapshoot of a division at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that's about all we've got for this week. Um, catch up with us. We will have our next episode coming out on Friday with all our uh, uh, spreads and over under. I just want to mention to everyone that for all the spreads, we have our solid picks and all that but for the <laughs> overall spread this week i went 67 percent and Shut i blame the Shut packers up. for ruining the for, for not being higher than that so i just wanted to mention that before we go that is Shut all up. we have 
if you want more of us, check out the Potty Pod Cinema Podcast, where we talk about movies and TV. Until next time, catchphrase. What do you retort? Thank you.